Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Brace for Winnings is a production of iHeartRadio. Brace for Winnings, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, your one-stop podcast for all things happening on the hardwood. Now, here's your host, Sean Brace. Well, that was fun. You know, every once in a while, we'll get a game or two right. Yeah, I kid, I kid. It seems like we're coming out on the right side of a lot of these games over the past few days since we started Brace for Winnings, the daily podcast in all things college hoops. I am Sean Brace. It's presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Be sure to use Brace as your promo code, all you new users. And uh, pretty cool to see that every single episode we get more and more listeners. Obviously, this is the time of the year, time of the season that people need the insight to uh, get the right or to be on the right side as far as all things college hoops are concerned. And with that, let's bring in Joe Tanzi, the guy who's leading us to the promised land in a lot of these games. And Joe, yesterday was a lot of fun. Now, full disclosure, I know you know this, but for the people out there, I actually went to a comedy show last night. So I went to a 7.30 comedy show. I went to Bet Rivers last night about 6 o'clock, pulled up, and was in heaven. Nobody was in the place. It was ridiculous for a Friday. I don't know if the weather was scaring people. Watched all, had all the games on around, you know, they had the little pause at 6 to 6.30. Games tipped off, and I'm like, I don't want to leave. But I ended up leaving, walked across the street, funny comedy show, walk out, check my phone. I'm like, ooh, a lot of these games look really good right now. And uh, a lot of them did turn out the way that we thought they were, including the granddaddy of them all. That Vanderbilt upset plus 330, cha-ching over Kentucky. Sir, a great day at the office yesterday. We have bid stealers, Sean. I sat here yesterday and told you we needed some chaos. We needed something, like just tickle my fancy with like one bid stealer so we have something else to talk about on Saturday. Well, we got two of them, Vanderbilt and Ohio State. Um, Vanderbilt, my goodness, um, I... I think it equally says a lot about Vanderbilt and Kentucky at the same time of where they're at. Like, it's incredible. Like, Vandy's winning run is remarkable. I don't know if they'll get in the tournament um, as an at-large because their overall resume isn't great, but it's fun to at least talk about. And then – Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, with Jerry, then, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and then Kentucky, I mean, is there a team people are lining up to fade more than Kentucky in the first round, depending on their matchup? Like, it just feels like they can't get it right. Like, just just as they get it going, it just crumbles to pieces in front of them. So that that's going to be fascinating to follow. But, yeah, we have we have two bids – well, two bid stealers in the power conferences, and then UAB's lurking. Uh, you know, there are a lot of teams rooting for Florida Atlantic today because if UAB wins, CUSA becomes a, a, a two-bid league. And then I think um, if there's an upset in the AAC, that's the only other way. But again, the, the, the bracket, the, the field is still pretty clear. But if, if Vanderbilt makes it to tomorrow, if Ohio State somehow makes it to tomorrow, um, we have some drama on Selection Sunday. And then we wait to see what happens tonight in Conference USA, which is which is the big one for the bubble because uh, if UAB wins, somebody's bubble is bursting. I love it. Well, I know a lot of people listen and they want the picks, they want the plays, they want to look forward. I get that, but I enjoy looking back, especially when you know, like Joe and I were texting late last night. And I'm like, dude, look at these games. This is great, man. And 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 to each their own. Like, I'm not going to sit here and play 40 games. I wish I could. I wish I had the bankroll to do that. I'm not going to. But, you know, when it comes down to it, we sat here, we we spitballed on a few of these big games. And and I, I, I think we gave a lot of people some really good advice. And hopefully they press send on their favorite game. We're able to cash in. Let's open up right from the jump, though. Alabama. Man, they look like the Alabama from the beginning of the season at this point in time. Mississippi State, you called it easy winner. Quick takeaway from that one, 72 to 49 for you. Um, Alabama is really good. Mississippi State's <laughs> just an, like a very average offensive team. Like that's as simple as it gets. Now, Alabama, Missouri today, I mean, I want that game to be in the 90s. I don't know if it will be, but. I want that game to be in the 90s because it has the potential to be one of the best games of championship week. Houston and ECU, that was a big spread, 23 and a half. It was tight. Uh, halftime, 14-point victory by Houston. Concerned about the Cougars here? Absolutely not. That's just your uh, multiple days off, kind of getting back into the swing of things. Um, I wish I had played ECU because yeah. I, stared, I stared at it in the morning. But, yeah, I'm not – not too concerned about the Cougs. If anything, um, maybe we get a little value on them today because they're, um, I think, a nine-and-a-half-point favorite against Cincinnati. You know they're motivated to play uh, much better today. But, yeah, that's kind of just a kind of a trend we see where these these top seeds enter the tournament against teams that have already played games, and uh, they struggle a little bit. But nothing to be concerned about. I like that value for today. We'll continue. Penn State. Over Northwestern, yes, a slight upset. Northwestern was one and a half point favorite in that game. Biggest takeaway went to overtime. Tremendous game for the people that were able to tune in. Your takeaway, Joe? A tremendous might be a little bit of a uh, <laughs> an right, tremendous sell on that right, game. Wait, wait, wait! It, it went to overtime. It was a two point game, so a tremendous final score. Sorry, you're right. <laughs> it, yeah, drama, tremendous quality of play, not so much. I watched the first, the entire first half of that game. Sean, that was not tremendous. Whatever the polar opposite of that was. Yeah. Um, you could tell which one of us was at a comedy show last yes. night. And yeah. you... <laughs> I, I was I was seduced by the final score and I saw overtime. I mean, look, I did see a piece of the overtime. I won't lie about that, but that's it was all close. I it was close. It was look, it was a close game throughout. 
Uh, Northwestern did a really good job of, of containing Jalen Pickett. But the first half, I think it was, what, 10 to 10 at the halfway point? Like, it was – it once you thought it couldn't get – it couldn't get worse. It got worse. It was wait, one wait, of those wait. I, I, I have something for people that could be worse. If you were on the under, my heart goes out to you. If you were That's on true. the under 130 and a half, my heart goes out to you. Because <laughs> that hit by by going to OT and there's nothing worse than that. Yeah. So. And that was cruising. Oof, good lead. Right, good Lord. All right. <laughs> let's keep moving. Maybe, I don't know, the game of the night. Big East. Marquette, UConn, 70 to 68. We own this tournament. We own this house. Sorry, exit stage right. Shaka Smart and Marquette out on top. We had that Marquette seventy to sixty eight winner here. Yeah, it just it is kind of funny that you know UConn. I look, they, rightfully so. I mean, they've got the results to back it up, but Marquette kind of took that as motivation. Good on Shaka for for motivating the squad that way. And I mean, Tyler Kolick is is just so 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 much fun to watch. Um, Marquette Xavier is a fascinating game yeah. now, and it's the first time we get a unique Big East tournament winner in, in a long time. And oh, by the way, I was trying to look looking this up just for just for fun. I believe it's the first time since this new configuration of the Big East that uh, the one and two seed are playing each other in the tournament final. It's always been like one versus three or some underdog runs. Um, the fact that we have um, chalk in the Big East is very very surprising that's a lot of fun yeah i went back to back years up to the big east championship in like 06 07 and it was pitt and georgetown pitt and georgetown i mean look it was they were fun games but man it was like 55 or 56 55 you know with a minute left in the game i don't know if we're gonna get that today so it's gonna be fun to see how that one plays out but Again, more important thing here is we were on the right side. We liked, we both like Marquette. We said if we were going to take this game, it's Marquette. And uh, they come out on top 70 to 68 there. Kansas, <clears throat> Joe, you know, this is back-to-back games. And I'm looking at today and I'm saying the same thing. I think there's definitely something there motivational from Bill Self. They spoke to him. I have no idea what's going on. They said it wasn't a heart attack. It's definitely something major because Bill Self is not there. Uh, but this team is clearly one of the best teams in college basketball, if not the best team, rolled Iowa State. Hilton South did not travel well, my friend, yesterday, I don't think. Or it didn't matter. The, 71-58 they, score. They, they traveled well. It's just Kansas is just a machine at this point. I mean, this is, is really something. I mean, they just, they just keep winning, and they keep winning in, in dominant fashion. So I think that's... That's the big takeaway is um, we've been hyping up Kansas as potentially the best team in college basketball for, what, two or three weeks now? Yeah. Um, they're showing it in the toughest conference in in the Big 12. I'll prepare you for a take, though. I guarantee you, um, you know, once we've broken down all the matchups and we get to, like, Wednesday, I guarantee you there's going to be somebody out there saying, well, did the Big 12, um, did the tough league wear down everybody? And is Kansas worse for the wear because of that? Guarantee mm. you, I guarantee you, not me, but someone will pop up with that take. Um, or if there's an early exit by a Big 12 team, guarantee you, that would be like the first thing you see in well, the hot take uh, assembly line. You know, you just got the, 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 you put the light bulb on in my head. So I feel like I should make a Rolodex that every time a year, 
just pull it out and you could use these year after year after year. That's a good one, actually. I it is. I think I think there's something to be said about that. So I'm, I'm concerned <laughs> about it. Thanks for putting then it in my head. You have let's see, let's see the what are the Rolodex of, of things. Um oh, we could I know Gonzaga, you can come Gonzaga, up with them. Gonzaga didn't play in the tough enough conference. Mm-hmm. Um apply that to Houston this year. Um it was better off that a team lost in the semifinals of its conference tournament and yes. got a few extra days to rest. Um what else we got here? Um, the Big it. Ten. Big Ten stinks yep. in the tournament. Every single um, year, yep. Oh, 12 Mountain over w- a five. 12 over a five. 12 over five. Um, everybody, there's going to be at least two people in your office picking a 15 seed because they saw Oral Roberts uh, <laughs> and FGCU and St. Peter's and think they're the, the smart guy in the room. Um We'll have to come up with them. We'll we'll get the Rolodex going for yeah. next year. But I like Sa- it. Samuel, Chuck, and um, and Spike Lee will be on my TV oh, in a commercial that will play fifteen times per game. I forgot about that. Oh, are they? And I, you know, you just got again. Put the light bulb off. Are they gonna be rolling like Rex Chapman and all these whack a moles back out there again? I mean, I get it. Rex played the game, but like, is that what they plan on doing again? Is Barkley on coverage again this year? Yeah, I think they'll do that as part of the, the Turner coverage. I don't mind it. But you also, like, if you do the NCAA tournament experience right, uh, you can flip from game to game. There's very little um, there's very little time in between games on Thursday and Friday. And uh, you, you can find your way uh, around uh, any studio coverage. Gym. Like, it's a little trick I've done with the NFL where – um, I don't think I've watched the NFL pregame show in like three years. Oh, come on, man. You're missing Rob Gronkowski talking about Shane Spikeman and and uh, <laughs> Nick Nick uh, Seriano or whatever the hell he said. It's forget it. Anyways. <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving here. Games from yesterday. A couple quick ones real quick before we get into the games for today. Thoughts on da-da-da-da-da-da. Duke and Miami. Uh only, I would say, I, yeah, I would say that, but I kind of thought that we were going to see a little bit more of a sloppier game. 80 to 85, 78. I don't think they missed a shot, right? <laughs> yeah, look, I think Duke's just rolling. I hate yeah. it. I hate how much I love Duke right now, but they're they're humming right now. And I think part of that, um, Miami had to win with its guard yesterday because Norchad O'Meara went down with the, with the injury very early on in that game. Um, so, yeah, it's it's really impressive by duke and i mean did you see the total for duke virginia yes 123 <laughs> i think i i am ready and willing to accept that challenge on behalf of everyone you're taking under no 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 you're gonna take the over would you say the we're, over we're gonna take the over and struggle for every single point in that game it's, i'd be surprised if the winner of that game hit 65 points but I'm doing it. I'm, I'm taking the over overplay. It's an yeah. overplay. Oh, 8.30 p.m. this evening. That's a late one. Depends on how my day goes. I might have to ride with you. <laughs> All right. Let's keep it going here. Uh, other results from last night. Just quick hitters for Joe. Um, and we'll go to the pack. We'll go to the pack 12 here. And uh, UCLA lump in Oregon, 75-56. They were five and a half point favorites. Yeah, but the big story there is Dembona going down with that shoulder injury. Uh, they're big men. USC's just, or sorry, USC, UCLA is just falling apart. I mean, Jalen Clark's out for the year. We, I don't know if we have an update on a Dembona yet. It's 
probably what 7 a.m. their time when we're recording this. So like that's a, a big issue because he's their their paint presence and to deal with Arizona with Balo and, and Tubelis, you need him down there. And even if he's banged up, um, Arizona might be the play in that game. We'll get into that a little bit, but yep. yeah, yeah, UCLA is has a lot of concerns because of their injuries. Look, Tiger Campbell and Hawkins took over that game, but you got to be concerned about the injuries if if Bona can't go for UCLA today. That's what when I just a quick thought on on UCLA. It's like are, are Jaime Hawkins and and Tiger Campbell enough to carry that team you know when it comes to crunch time for six straight games five straight games four straight games to get to the final four do you believe that those two guys are enough because i think a lot of people when they're filling out their brackets the first thing they're going to think of rightfully so they've been there forever and they're great Mm -hmm. players but you know those are the two guys that are going to put it back put the load on their backs are they enough to get the job done. We know the team's going to the tournament. I'm not talking about today against Arizona, but I'm talking about in the March Madness, in, in the big dance. Will they be enough, in your opinion? Uh, absolutely to get to the second weekend. But, man, it uh, it's going to be interesting, right, to see if yeah. it ends up uh, affecting them in any other way. I'm, I'm very fascinated to see how it would play out after the second round. I think – they've got enough experience to get them through again, depends on the matchup. Like if they get a really feisty eight seed um, with a, a bigger paint presence and, and bonus banged up, like that, that's the big question mark. If, if bonus. Okay. It was a shoulder injury. He suffered. If he is okay, they'll be fine. Um, I think they can manage without one player, but managing without two players is, is really tough at this part of the season. All right, now let's get on into today's action. Fire up DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's open up with, uh, unless you got something for me on St. Louis and VCU. I I, I like St. Louis here. They're the dog, Joe. That game is starting at 1 o'clock along with Ohio State and Purdue. St. Louis, VCU, anything there for you that makes you want to play the game? No, the A-10 has just been such a mystery to me all year. It's just been um, it's just been a mess. Um, yeah, I got... It's one of the conferences I really don't have much on. Um, I, I think if you're playing an A-10 game today, and I'm going to just because out of for narrative sake, I'm playing Fordham plus seven against Dayton. The game's at Barkley Center. It's the best Fordham team they've had in I mean, since I've been alive, it feels like. Um, feel like the, the home court advantage might propel them to keep it close against Dayton. Not to say they'll win, but I think – Fordham at plus seven in a de facto home game uh, could do a, a lot of a lot of good here. All right, I I might because it's one o'clock. I might take St. Louis depending on what you tell me here because of course everybody is. I feel like you can tell me if I'm wrong or not. I feel like everyone's going to be taking the Buckeyes. It's a big number. A lot of people just want to pick against Purdue here. But this is something we don't see happen this often. Like, Ohio State should not be in this spot right now taking on Purdue today. But they are. They're seven-and-a-half-point dogs. I was surprised at that result yesterday. I got in my car and was like, wait, Ohio State's up by how much over Michigan State? They laid the lumber <laughs> on them. Can that – would you classify – yesterday we talked about the riding the hot teams. Is Ohio State a hot team in your opinion? Technically, yes, but I think they go down today. 
by eight. And I don't, and I, I don't think it's very close. Ooh, like because like, let's let's look at what Ohio State actually is here. They're a team that until the penultimate week of the regular season was just absolutely miserable. Like there was no end in sight for the losing. So they get hot at the right time, win a few games, and come in with some confidence. Wisconsin, very average team. They beat them. Iowa, a little up and down. Ohio State beats them. And then, and then they, the momentum just carries them into, into the, the game against Michigan State. But what we have to look at is the Big Ten, outside of Purdue, has been incredibly average. And I think Indiana is finally starting to become that number two team in the Big Ten. And I do think chalk holds in, in these games. But I feel like Ohio State just runs out of gas today. Like, it's one thing to win three games in three days and be a nice story. But now it's the semifinals. Now there's a little more pressure on you. A lot of people are riding the Buckeyes today. Um, it's the fourth game in four days. And you have to deal with Zach Eady. And, oh, by the way, Purdue beat Ohio State by 27 points last time they played. Yeah, I it's, I think Purdue's just a better team. This is a chance for them to show it. Um, I think this is going to get ugly. Six-point dogs yesterday outright, and then now rolling on, and I just read this right now, Ken Palm, for all the people out there that love Ken Palm, uh, they have the Buckeyes, are Purdue winning today by six points, 74-68. So, again, number right there on DraftKings Sportsbook, no surprise. Um, is this – tell me, uh, on a one-to-five scale, five, you're going to absolutely play it. One, eh, you'll watch it. Where are you at in this one? With Purdue? Yeah. Oh, I'm absolutely playing Purdue. Nice. Okay. Absolutely 100%. I'm playing, I'm playing Purdue and Indiana uh, in the Big Ten today. In, Indiana is a four-point favorite for Penn State. Yep. Um, I think it, the same factors, Penn State's a better team than Ohio State, obviously, but what I put into here is you got teams that are just exhausted now. And Penn State is emotionally exhausted because they came in dealing with the, the whole bubble situation, and now they're in. They're in. But, but Indiana is just – they're really good. And, oh, by the way, they've got that little extra motivation. Penn State blew them out back in January. Hmm. Um Indiana Purdue in the Big Ten championship game. That's cool. Selection Sunday. That's you want to cool. know something? You want to know something I just learned? Talk to me. Indiana's never won a Big Ten tournament. Jeez. That in is all the history of Indiana basketball. Yeah. They've never won the Big Ten tournament. I think that's a little extra motivating factor. I, I think Trace Jack, Jackson Davis has the, the has the matchup advantage down low. And you you can copy what Northwestern did against Jalen Pickett yesterday and you know, smother him on the ball and make sure that the other guys uh, beat you. You don't want Jalen Pickett to beat you. And I think Indiana can do that. And also they're fresher. <laughs> yeah, and I think that plays a role as well. Like let me let me pin a, you down. Yeah. Let me pin you down. Your favorite play out of the two, Indiana or Purdue? Indiana because it's a, it's a um, smaller spread, but yeah, I think Purdue <clears throat> Purdue could win that game by like 15, 20 points. All right, I like it. I like it. All right, let's keep it moving. Also at one o'clock, Alabama, Missouri. You said you had a you had a take on this one. Big big time point spread. Last two times these two teams played, this was a blowout in Alabama's favor. Ho hum, no fit, no shock there. Uh, Missouri though, that's a team that I think I'll put my hand up. Eh, 
watched a few games that feature Missouri. Didn't really pay too much attention to them. Uh, and I think a lot of people are wondering the same thing. So there's going to be a blind, a lot of blind loyalty towards Bama. Uh, your thoughts on that? What are we missing from Missouri? What is your concerns right there in this game? So look, the it's very simple here. Um, Alabama is the best player in college basketball on its team, and Missouri doesn't. <laughs> so like, that really could be the difference. Like Brandon Miller could just take over this game, and and Missouri may not have a shot. Like. Missouri twenty four and eight this year. That's a that's a I, pretty strong record. They've done a Dennis Gates has done a really good job in his first year. He worked the transfer portal great. Um, their guards are are fantastic. They're going to be. They're. I, I think I've said this a few times. They're going to be a problem for whichever high seed they face. Two, three seed, um, they face in the second round. I, I think they're going to be a very frisky team. They can score with anyone. That being said, the over is a little too high for me at one fifty-seven and a half for this yep. game. I, I would have liked it, it like uh, I would have liked it a few points lower because you really need this game to be just on point mm-hmm. uh, with the scoring for the over to hit. So uh, I'm not taking anything in this game. I think Missouri, Missouri is probably the play because man, they're playing some really good basketball and and the way they beat Tennessee the other day was. Um, or yesterday was great. Come on, can um, we see some defense? Like that's exactly where my mind went to when you brought up the under or, or the the total. Mm-hmm. Because when we were on NC State and Clemson two nights ago, like, mm-hmm. dude, it one sh- bad stretch and you're done because that number is so high. I get it; these two teams could score nine. It could ninety to eighty eight. I get it, mm-hmm. but you know, could am I asking for too much? Where there's a five minute stretch in the second <sighs> half that they're banging the banging the floor like old Duke style and playing some good defense in this game. Um, You're absolutely spot on. That's kind of why I'm, <laughs> I'm staying away from it because we really could see something like that where it just, everything is, is so it's a big game is so good. And then it just, it falls apart. Like that's, that's why I'm, why I'm staying away from it, but I think it's going to be one of the best games of the day. All right. Let's keep it moving. Ivy League, anything there for you, Ivy League? I guess the only thing in the Ivy League is is Penn is the last hope for a Philadelphia school to get into the NCAA tournament. <laughs> Catch a two and a half against Princeton. Should we just bang the Quakers because that's all we got? Penn State's going to end up being Philadelphia's oh, team in the, and, in the, yeah. in the NCAA and, tournament. And then we'll open the phone lines. Is Penn State a Philadelphia school? Your, your call, 610. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, no. So, are we taking the Quakers? Quakers just cause, or do you have anything on that? Do you know, like, no, I don't, I don't know. I've not watched. Are they still that. running backdoor cuts up there in Princeton? Uh, yeah, and I think the Ivy League tournaments at Princeton this year. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, if you want to root for Penn for the the city's sake, go ahead. But yeah, yeah I'm not. I'm not touching much of the Ivy League today. All right, 3 p.m. So let's go. Houston and Cincinnati. You said you had a take on this game. Love to hear it. We're looking at a mm, game. It's open at 10, now down to 9.5 I'm seeing. So, of course, Houston favored by 9.5 in this one. Total coming in at 135.5. Yeah, I'm taking Houston uh, solely on the purpose of they're going to be motivated to play better. Um, And that's kind of the way I look at this. Understandably had a – a tough start against ECU. That was an ugly game. They had five days off, and, and ECU had played a, a game before that. So I'm not completely concerned about Houston. I'm actually not concerned about them at all. Um, I think they come back to the Houston that we we know and love. And um, I'll look, I'm excited to get Houston-Memphis part three. I would love to see that 
tomorrow and as one of the, the five finals on Selection Sunday. I think they roll against Cincinnati. I think the nine and a half is a very, very favorable number. Yeah, 30 and two on the season. They're now on a 12 game win streak. Last two times or last time these two teams played 75, 69 end of January. Um, all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I, I think this is the like. come on Houston. This is a game that I'm going to look back on later today going. I had that vibe, had that feeling Houston needs to show us a little something today. And I think they do as well. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm right there with you on that one. Um, Let's keep it moving. Vandy and A&M, SEC country. Talk to me here. Six and a half right now. A&M is favored, 140 and a half. Do we go back to the hot hand in the dice game with Jerry Stack and company? I think you know when to to step away from the hot hand. I'm not touching this one because A&M can make a game look as ugly as as anyone can. Like, the defense is so strong. Um they're in the same spot Vandy was in last year. They got the SEC tournament final, and uh, there's this talk about maybe that them making a late push as an at-large team, but they didn't get there. Um, I just don't. I don't know if Vandy has an in them. Um, it's it's a tough game to read. I think the spread's perfectly there. Um, Going to be interested to see how Vandy Vandy plays this after you know it's an emotional win beating Kentucky. Um, so yeah, it, could they do it? Sure. But I think A and M's probably coming out of this with a with a win, but I don't, I don't feel as confident on that game as I do some of the other ones I've already talked about. Copy under ten minutes here, so let's go. Let's talk about Memphis and Tulane here. This is a five and a half point spread, opened at six, down to five and a half. The highest total on the board today. Good lord, one sixty one and a half. Yes, yeah. Uh, that's, Memphis. That's favorite. part of the course for Memphis games. <laughs> Talk to me. Any play on this one? Um, what I will say, if you're going to watch this game, is Memphis is very, very tough to play defensively. Um, their guards are some of the best um, turnover creators in Division One. Uh, I think I've said this too about Memphis. The same thing I've said about Missouri applies to Memphis. I think they're going to be a very dangerous team. Uh, in the second round. Heck, I would love to see Missouri play Memphis in the first round. That would be one of the best first-round games in a few years. Um, that being said, I think Memphis ends up winning this game, and I'll take them with the six. Ooh. Um, they lost to Tulane, actually, both times in the regular season. Yeah. Uh, 90, 96-89 and 90-89 in overtime were <laughs> the two final scores of those games. Rolodex, uh, so you... Rolodex, can you beat a team three times in a year? <laughs> Rolodex. Um, Rolodex. I'm taking Memphis here. I think they, they get the revenge, and I really want a, a Houston-Memphis yes. game to sit down and watch tomorrow. Yep, exactly where my mind goes to as well. All right, let's get on over to the Big 12, Kansas and Texas. Small spread. Texas is really good. Would it shock you if these two teams were playing in an Elite Eight matchup? I don't know, Final Four, if that's possible. Yeah, I'm sure it's possible. Mm-hmm. Anything's possible. It wouldn't shock me. I don't think it'd shock you. KU, one-and-a-half point favorites, 142-and-a-half, slight uptick from 142. Uh, what is it? 6 p.m., 6 p.m. start. Your thoughts? Uh, I'm going to stay away from it just because uh, I believe Timmy Allen just got ruled out for Texas, one of their better players. Um, if anything, I would probably lean Kansas, but I don't have – that passionate of a play 
on either side. I think it's just going to be a very, very tight game. And, and it, I, you're right. It's elite eight final four level type game. Yeah. I watched that Texas game last night and I was like, damn, Texas is really good because, you know, look what we just saw with, um, uh, uh, TCU and what they did to Kansas state, you know, the night before and, and Texas didn't look like they had any issues there. So, but we know what Kansas is capable of. that very well could be the game of the day. All right. Keep it moving. Talk to me. Utah state, San Diego state. We're looking at another point and a half spread here. San Diego state Aztecs favored one thirty six and a half. This game is also going off at 6 PM. I think Utah state just has to win the field a little more comfortable. I mean, they're, they're one of the last teams in. Um, I think Lenardi now has them on the last four buys line, but they're a Mountain West team. Like, what happens if if there's a few bid stealers out there? Like, I think Utah State's the one team playing today that just just for their own emotional state, just win this game and take any uncertainty out of it. So I think that's the motivation here. Again, very tight game. Um, not too passionate on, on either side about it, but if you're if you're looking for motivation in this game, it does belong to Utah State because they've been hovering on the bubble all week. And in the worst case scenario that Ohio State advances, that Vanderbilt advances, and that UAB wins and a and either Tulane or Cincinnati makes it to the AAC final, uh, Utah State could have a tight Sunday. So just I think for them it's try and take care of business as quick as possible <laughs> to avoid that. It's been very tough against San Diego State. Xavier Marquette. Marquette point and a half favorite, 6.30 p.m., 153 and a half is your total here, DraftKings. I get I, it's kind of the same thing as the Big 12 in the Mountain West. It's going to be a very close game. Um, I, I'm, I'm very on the fence with this game. I could not tell you who's going to win. I, maybe I would lean Marquette, but I mean Xavier's playing really good basketball right now. It's going to be a a fantastic Big East final. I agree. I agree. That's another one. I think Kansas and, and Texas and Xavier and Marquette, I'm sitting back and, and just enjoying. Yeah. I, I kind of think we see some defense, but 153 Marquette, uh, you know, and I'm guessing with Xavier, you know, like I, I just feel like Xavier isn't a team that's going to go. I, I feel like Xavier's more defensive minded, but they laid the lumber yesterday, man. So this number could very well go into the 60s, 165 ish, 160, and um, it goes over. But then defense could be played, stays on. I'm staying away, staying away. We'll keep it moving. We're under five minutes mm. here. Anything from you for Kent and Toledo? No. All right. Duke, Virginia. I'm taking well, Duke and I'm taking the over. Duke and over 123 and a half. No thoughts yep. about taking Virginia over Duke. Nothing there. You like Duke. They're playing hot. They're a great victory over Miami yeah. yesterday. I, I love like Duke, and remember, uh, they got robbed by that call that sent the game yes. into overtime in Charlottesville. Well, they got it wrong. That's the that's the last game Duke lost. Wow, Duke's got a little revenge on their mind too, and I think I think Phil Palski has a big game. Phil Palski didn't score in the Virginia game they played in Charlottesville at, uh, a month ago. I think Duke's playing really good basketball. I think they win. All right, uh, Arizona UCLA. Little late night tip, ten thirty p.m. Arizona point and a half favorite. We taking AZ here. I'm taking Arizona on the money line. I think UCLA just has too many concerns um, about the about their injuries right now. Um, and I mean, I watched Arizona last night, and they were fantastic. I mean, Tibelis and Balo are, are so so good down low, and even if Bona plays for UCLA, that could be 
be trouble for them. I will point out one game that you know we've I've mentioned UAB a few times. I just want to pause that for a yeah. second. I was looking at something wrong. Uh, yeah. UCLA is favored, so they're favored by a point. That flipped. Okay. Yeah, Go I'm ahead. taking a minus. I'm taking Arizona minus one ten on the money line. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. Um, UAB is a two and a half point favorite against Florida Atlantic. Should we read in anything into that? Um, UAB made the tournament last year. Um, Florida Atlantic has been in the class of the of CUSA all season, but UAB's favored. Are we telling? Is you know somebody trying to tell us something that CUSA is going to be a a two bid league and and these bubble teams are going to have a uh, an even more stressful Sunday. That's that what I want to hear. That's what that's I want to hear. That's the most fascinating line on the board. Great. Um, I, I, Is I Florida wanna, Atlantic wanna, a better team? Should they like? Yes, they're, they are. And I think they can shut down Jelly Walker, but man, the lines like I was, I was ready and willing to bet FAU before I saw the line. Now I see it and I'm like, is the line telling us something? So I'm staying away from it, but that that is the game today because Ohio State and Vanderbilt are semifinals and the AAC are semifinals. That's the bid stealer game. If UAB wins, uh, if your favorite team is on the bubble, it could be a much more difficult Sunday for you. Interesting. All right. Well, might push me over to UAB. That's an 8.30 start time. I'll definitely keep that on the mind. All right. Uh, 60 seconds. Go ahead. Recap your plays. Uh, Fordham plus seven, Purdue minus seven and a half, Indiana minus four, Houston minus nine and a half, Memphis minus six, Duke minus two and a half, and the Duke Virginia over 123, and the Arizona money line. That is a lot of chalk, my friend. I'm on Indiana, Duke, and Arizona. I might come over to UAB, like you said. I like that. Um, Arizona money line, I'm riding Duke with you, a hot hand in a dice game, and let's see Indiana lay to lumber on Penn State. Joe, fantastic stuff, dude. Been killing it. Uh, of course, this is your time of year. Break out that Rolodex. Let's start writing those down for next year. Enjoy the games. Good luck on all your plays. Go Union. And how about Joel Embiid last night? Woo! I'll the talk MVP. You. You're damn right. I'll talk to you. I don't think we're going to be able to do it tomorrow. Tomorrow's Selection Sunday, so Monday we'll be all over it for you here on Brace for Winnings presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Brace for Winnings. An iHeartRadio podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Brace for Winnings is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! 
and some waves so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.